My psychic senses are telling me that you are spiritually curious. I'm just kidding. If you found your way here, most likely <laughs> you are interested or curious about energy, the secrets of the universe, the magic of the unseen. There is a lot of conflicting information out there about how to tune into energy beings properly, how to build your intuition, how to cleanse things, yada, yada, yada. I know how overwhelming it can be, so I created a one-stop shop for all of your spiritually curious, psychic expansive self-care needs where you can build your own spiritual practice with guidance, tools, and a safe place to explore your curiosities and connect to your intuition. There's a ton of crash courses covering topics ranging from meeting your spirit guides to trans-channeling to manifesting. You get distance Reiki healings for a wide range of needs, such as moving through discomfort or support stepping into a new chapter or even help calling in creativity. Subscribers get 15% off all full-price services, a monthly group Zoom hangout where the weird is our normal. There are exclusive channeling videos, expansive conversations, guided meditations, movement meditations, weekly reflections, intuitive practices, this podcast, ad-free and as a video, and so much more. New content is uploaded every week, so there's constantly new stuff for you to learn from, digest, and various practices to keep you grounded in your body. And all of this, might I add is only $7 per month. So if you're ready to align to your best self and show up as your inner being, a priceless investment in yourself, you can head over to channelwithamber.com slash subscribe to give it a peek. I'll see you over there. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. Today, we are going to talk about... ET abductions, how you can tell you've been abducted, and what to do about it, how to tune in, all that good stuff. Here we go. Okay, so one of my dear subscribers and clients <laughs> sent me a message on Patreon specifically about this topic. It's what has inspired this episode. So I'm going to be referencing their message but first I just want to kind of recap because we spoke about or we discussed this last episode very briefly just in terms of telling if there's an ET in your home. So different energy beings will feel very different in the home. A ghost feels very different than a fairy. An angel feels very different than an ET. In general, what I tend to tell people is as you're beginning to tune into energy more, if the being has a metallic feel to it, cold, uh, it's, it's like everything about it has this like metallic undertone and I don't know how to really, there's no better way for me to explain it. Once you tune in, people are like, ah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> And even if the being, whether it's a really, really wonderfully beautiful being or if it's a little bit heavier, they all have this weird magnetic metallic thing about them. So that's one of my first indicators of there being some sort of ET activity happening. Now, obviously there are an infinite number of beings in the universe, so there are always going to be exceptions and stuff like that. And a lot of times when people are just tuning 
into different collectives energetically, that metallic sense won't really be there as strong or it may not even be there at all. It's typically the ones that are like in our atmosphere that are like in our space that give off more of those metallic vibes. If you are tuning into, let's say I'm going to tune into the Pleiadians and, you know, put my energy over the Pleiades, it won't necessarily have that. It's a lot, it does possess a lot of qualities that most ET collectives possess, which would be it's very simple, it's very calm, it's just a lot more of a neutral experience than it is here, you know, but it doesn't necessarily have that metallic feel. Now, if there was a Palladian in my space, then that magnetism or that, um, like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like this interesting icy feeling, like my your nerves get online. It's like if you have a um, it's like if this hasn't happened to me before, but this is just what I assume it feels like if you have like a filling fall out of your tooth and so your nerves are exposed and it gets this like uh, breath of cold air and it's like a sharp stinging feel. That's kind of how it feels like energetically. It's not painful, but it's like a very specific like weird tinge of like cold metal. <laughs> I don't know. It's really peculiar. Anyways. So some signs that there are ETs around, uh, and this would obviously be ones that are more in our space and like actively doing things to our bodies, would be waking up with marks, bruising, um, weird patterns. I broke out in hives before that was very specifically like it was displaying very specific symbols it wasn't just like my body has hives and there's a rash that's it's like no it was it looked very clearly like characters so something like that can happen um, implants can just feel like these little lumps under your skin you may get them all over the place I really want to have Rashad back on here because he's got a whole bunch more implants going on so I want to talk about that um lost time just hanging out in the morning and then all of a sudden it's nighttime or vice versa just having like memory gaps or just they're just you just blink and all of a sudden five hours have gone by waking up feeling very groggy having weird dreams recalling seeing some sort of weird light or being and then all of a sudden like things get funky like you're on some sort of weird like acid trip or something you feel drugged it feels like you're like the way that you just perceived your environment has shifted it can feel very funky you may have uh literal memory gaps where it feels like there's something you should know and you should remember but for some reason you just don't have access to it it feels very similar that can happen when you have trauma and you have like self-induced amnesia it feels very similar to that I do want to say there are reasons sometimes for these things to happen that aren't related to ETs you know so every time perhaps that you don't remember something that's connected to like a crazy experience it may not mean that ETs were involved it could literally be a trauma response or something you know what I'm saying but there is an overlap where that does also happen with ET stuff if they don't want you to remember something they kind of like wipe the memory or make that memory unavailable 
but there's no reason for it to. It, it's very weird. It just feels like there's a very specific gap in the timeline that has just been erased. You may feel this very strong magnetism in your home that can cause a bit of anxiety or almost feel like there's tingling on the surface of your skin or on the surface of your energy field. It can vary between just being more of an energetic experience to being more physical. It kind of feels like if you get a balloon and rub it on your hair and then your hair stands up, it's like there's this very strong static that you may feel in your environment. Feeling watched is also a big one. Typically the ones that are watching, I've had this issue a lot with people that have uh, funky reptilians watching them. They stare and it is the most uncomfortable thing and they are a pain in the ass to get rid of. I. Uh, the bad reptilians are probably my least favorite of all the beings. Those ones are so annoying. Because ETs are less emotional, they don't understand pain and discomfort. They don't really have the capacity to be empathic because they just don't experience the vast array of emotions that we do. So the same way that we may just take an animal, there's a new animal, we want to study it, we may try to make it comfortable for them, but we also don't know how they experience life, so we don't necessarily know how to make it comfortable for them. You know, and sometimes it's like if you're on a time limit, people will just take the animal and do what they need to and then drop it back off. It's very similar them with them for us, for them with us, because we are very emotional. They don't understand emotions. They just have a job they're trying to get done. They just need our body real quick and, you know, they just kind of wipe stuff out, not necessarily understanding that it can take a toll on us and it can be very traumatizing. If there are ETs that work and have worked with people for a very long time, such as the Pleiadians, such as the Mantis, the more positive, loving, like, light types of ETs, they will have learned over time how humans react to things, so they will take every measure they can to ensure that we are comfortable, and that is one thing that I've definitely noticed with um, the Mantis especially, like, especially because Rashad is the one that gets the most, like, physical stuff. I'm more energetic. All the work they do on him can take a very big physical toll on his body, and they have really, really done the like as much as they can to take things slow, and oftentimes it's a lot slower than he wants it to happen, which is very frustrating, but it's like they really want to ensure that his body isn't going to panic. There still will be moments of discomfort just because their energy is so fucking strong, especially when you have a lot of them. They're really tall like these 20 foot huge ass praying mantis bugs you know giving off this like intense vibration like it is a lot and it is it is just a lot for the for your cells to handle so naturally there's always going to be some sort of uncomfortable physical thing but they really try their best to you know just make it as comfortable and feel as safe as they can for people so that is, there are those that do take that into consideration and do try their best. Okay, so I'm going to 
read this message that I was sent. Hey dude, so I have two little red bumps on my arm in the same spot and they don't seem to be healing or reducing redness. It's happened before on my other arm and they're like right next to each other and when it happened on my other arm it looked the same and it would show up periodically in the same spot. You mentioned in a recent episode or video about ETs leaving little marks from doing stuff. Is it possible that this could be from ETs? It's been hard to check in with my intuition because I really don't want it to be, but I feel like it is, lol. Could you point me towards an episode, blah, 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 I've definitely never knowingly interacted with ETs, except maybe my higher self slash energies I'm working with has been calling them in, but I don't know. Like, I have free will, right? Like, I could tell them to stop. But yeah, I weirdly don't feel com uncomfortable about this at this point. It's just, I don't know, seeing an ET in my room in the middle of the night or being on a ship or the thought of that freaks me out. Okay. Sorry, I read that really weird. <laughs> so, yes, one of the most frightening things is in the middle of the night seeing a giant being there. They don't all do that. Many are energetic, which is nice. Okay, so starting at the top, little red bumps aren't reducing redness. It's happened before. Okay. They did say down below that there is a spider in the room. So I thought it was that, but the formation slash pattern of it doesn't seem like a normal bug bite. And also they have like scabbed over, which I feel like has not happened with bug bites or mosquito bites before. So I bring up the spider point because I personally have come to associate spiders with energy. I really love spiders and I now associate them with almost the concept of the way, the, sorry, their web, weaving their own story, weaving our life, weaving our path. You know, it's like mindfully creating our reality. I associate them with like deep ancient wisdom and magic in regards to kind of like tying together energetic intention, our purpose, our soul into the physical world and kind of mindfully creating a balance and a pattern. I, I view them as very wise creatures of uh, growth, I guess, and expansion, just positive forward movement. I know with this person in particular, they've been wanting to find a balance between energetic and physical and I feel that this ET experience, as well as the uh, symbolism of this spider being there, is representational of this weaving together, of this mindful tying. And sometimes working with ETs or having ETs come through as guides can be very helpful in this process because they can themselves be physical. It's not like connecting to ghosts you know that are like solely in the energetic ets are more physical and it is easier for them to affect things in the physical or to manifest physically so i have found that typically when a et being comes to somebody as a guide and begins working with them they are usually able to step into their intuition a little bit more securely and comfortably they feel like they're just and on a better balance, sorry, there's so many trucks outside today. There's a much better balance between 
their intuition and actively physically working things out. So I feel that all of this together is good stuff. Now, in regards to the little red bumps, typically when ETs have done something to our bodies, they won't necessarily react the same way other things do. For example, if they've even just like, if you have like needle marks in your skin, which I had a lot as I, when I was a child, I would clearly have these little red pinpricks that I assumed were from ETs. If I get a shot or an IV or something in the physical, the way that the shot reacts on my body, the part of my body may feel a little bit sore or it may like scab over a little bit, it may be a little bit itchy. There's a clear like physical response to it. With ETs, that can happen, but it's a little bit it's a little bit more peculiar where sometimes, like, I think in the past if I've had uh, little pinpricks, I either didn't have, I have very sensitive skin, so there was, like, no bumps, no irritation, nothing. It was just, like, a clean dot. Other times I would have a lot of soreness in that area, or I would wake up with, like, peculiar bruises. Sometimes the bruises would hurt, sometimes they wouldn't. Um... I would wake up with scratches, but those were not from ETs. I'm trying to think what else. Typically with implants, they won't necessarily hurt. There's just all of a sudden this weird bump under the skin. So they can sometimes act a little bit different than how your body typically responds. Even with like the hives that I had, they acted like hives but the pattern was very peculiar so there's usually just some sort of like weird added th twist <laughs> not always but sometimes and that's typically because they have different technology than we do you know so naturally our bodies are going to react a little bit differently we are in a time right now where we are collectively waking up there's obviously a lot more et interaction happening there's been an increase in governments and government officials coming out to say that there is in fact ET stuff that they are aware of and stuff like that so all in all there's much more of a prevalence of this stuff we are going through a very intense shifting right now and naturally all hands are on deck the Galactic Federation beings within the earth, beings of the earth, beings outside of the earth. Everybody is kind of hands on deck trying to pull us out of this heavy blanket that we've been under for a while. On my YouTube, I channeled an a island called High Brazil, and I spoke about how a long time ago, in a channeling that I did with Rashad, we just did it over the phone, we were just chit-chatting, I said that it felt that there were other Earth-like planets where you just are born and don't remember anything and, you know, like this weird, this weird thing. There's something special about this planet that's a bit peculiar. But 
that I felt the earth was almost like a battery pack for our universe. For some reason, there was something about it that helped provide harmony. The earth is like a living library. The mountains hold so much history, like there are fossils from hundreds of thousands of years ago, tens of thousands of years ago, you know, in the soil. There's so much time that has been, uh, what's the word, just saved or that still resides in the land. And our job as humans is to be the librarians. We are here to make sense of it and to be of it. We are, we experience time in a very peculiar way that other ETs do not. Here, time is very linear, linear, you know, but that's not necessarily how time works. Time is more of like a map where it's uh, almost like a, uh, how do I explain this? I've had to explain, I always go through this when I try to explain this. Time is like a map. There are different areas that hold, uh, or different ages that hold a specific type of experience. It's almost like different storybooks, you know, but they're all kind of connected and happening at once. And going back to even the idea of fossils, energetically, we can tune into the woolly mammoth that may be in the soil beneath our feet, and that in itself is a place, but then we can also tune into where we are right now, or like even the trees, you know, when they first came to be, and then where they're going. Like, we have the ability to tune into the past, present, and future, and the earth holds memory of all of that and all of that is to come so as we begin stepping back into our pure state of being the librarians of this planet as we continue to reincarnate here we will no longer be so forgetful we will remember who we are and we will be able to embrace the past present and future and be secure in that other beings may come here to receive insight from this library, but this is just basically a place for us to practice pushing things from the energetic into the physical. This is a place where we are constantly manifesting in a way that is more unusual because typically for other beings, they're kind of more floating between energetic and physical. And here we are just so there's such an emphasis on the physical. Um, and there's just a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of interesting opportunity on this planet and it has been muddied for a while. Um, but we are kind of starting to clear that out. I'm feeling drawn real quick to go back to this concept of the other planets that are Earth-like. I do feel like there has been, um... There's one in particular that I'm tuning into, and I'm not sure how many of these Earth-like things there are, but I am feeling that on another one, they also were under this big blanket of heaviness, and they have stepped out of that more in harmony with the planet. 
Um, so I definitely feel like that's where we're going. And then I am feeling a third that has never actually been corrupted. It has kind of remained in harmony with the environment and things feel very peaceful and very beautiful. It's almost like in looking at a butterfly, they're instantly transported to like the butterfly as a child and like coming up to, you know, it almost feels like if you're on um, like mushrooms and you're looking at nature and it just feels like your vision fixates on something and you just experience its history. I don't know how to explain it, but it feels like there's this hallucinogenic kind of effect, which makes sense because as you spiritually open up more, life has a way of doing that to you naturally. Because this planet does hold some importance, there are a lot of beings that are here to help us, and it is definitely more complex than that. Um, typically with channeled messages, things are meant to be said in a certain way just to initiate some sort of shift or to just kind of open your mind in a certain way and so I feel like this message is coming through more purposeful in that way there's definitely a lot of details being left out but those don't matter right now all that matters is whatever kind of shift or curiosity is occurring within so there are a lot more ET beings that are starting to work with people as spirit guides they tend to have like one or two main ET beings that work with them that they feel really comfortable and really safe with. And then from there, those ETs kind of act as like a bodyguard of sorts to either stop other ones from coming in or to kind of allow some in, introduce you to other ones. You know, it's almost like they're just this this bodyguard that bodyguard that looks over at somebody or that does a background check, you know, and tells you if, if it's okay to connect to them or not, or if they're meant to or not. So naturally, as you begin opening up your intuition, just with how things are nowadays, there is a strong likelihood, I would say, that there will be some sort of extraterrestrial or, you know, just d deeply universal, otherworldly being that kind of comes in just to amp up your spirit team these won't always work with you physically but sometimes if your body is in need of some serious healing or if you are having some sort of block from opening up they may come and physically work with you so that you can move through that barrier and really step into what you're meant to step in. I would say now more than ever in our history, there are ETs or peoples. Well, we don't, we technically, there's a very, very slight percentage of people that just have like whose soul originates from earth. Typically everybody comes from a different planet at some point because you know we can have so many lifetimes like an infinite number but i will say now more than ever ets are purposefully coming to earth with a mission to reincarnate to then bring the energy of this planet up so more than ever before there is this calling to really come here and do something and as a result as we begin to align to ourselves and 
do something, you know? We are going to have the collectives that perhaps we came from or ones that we were very close with before coming to this planet that we are kind of contracted to, you know, they're just like our buddies and our guides and they agreed to guide us through this process. They're familiar with us, we're familiar with them or our soul is familiar with them so they feel very comfortable. So it's just kind of this like nice easy bridge to totally open up to universal energies. So if there are physical issues in the body, they're going to come kind of physically help alleviate any of those blockages so that we can fully stand as, uh, you know, why we're here, stand in our purpose. Just like Reiki, so with Reiki, when you go through an attunement, the frequency that your cells are vibrating at raises, which is what may create a detox. Detoxes can happen during Reiki attunements because your cells are literally like being forced to raise in frequency. So naturally all of the heavy things that have been stuck on it are going to be shaken off. And sometimes because your cells are now operating at a higher frequency, you may notice that you become sensitive to food, that you become Uh, You just become a little bit more sensitive to like overly processed, greasy, uh, heavy things. And it's just because those aren't an energetic match with how your cells are vibrating and you require pure, pure foods that also hold a pure frequency or that are more natural, you know, kind of more connected to their natural state rather than, you know, packed with chemicals and stuff like that. So the same kind of thing would hold true now. If you are going through a very intense spiritual awakening, your cells may start speeding up the the vibration rate, which then will cause a detox. And sometimes we may need help kind of fully surrendering into that process, or if there's some area of blockage that's just really scared and really sludging through, they may come in and help that. Particularly for this person that sent me the message, I am feeling on the two little bumps, I am feeling some sort of injection of sorts. It looks like it's not a needle. It's it's almost like if you were to, I don't even know how to explain this. It almost looks like a long, thin pill or something like that. It feels kind of gelatinous and I'm seeing like a pen almost how a pen has the little hole where the actual writing utensil part, you know, sticks out from. If you were to just put a pen, oh, that's actually a perfect example. If the pen ink thing was this gelatinous pill, you put the pen against your skin and then just like click it in. But there's something about it that doesn't it's not like a needle where it has to go through the skin. It's I'm not sure exactly how it works, but it feels very liquidy and gelatinous, and it's almost like you just shoot it in somehow into the cells, and then in the body it kind of helps break up any areas that are particularly heavy or having a hard time holding on to things. So I feel like in their case... And actually, this is for anybody. If you experience some sort of weird markings and you notice that it comes back or, you know, it it repeats, I would be aware of how you're feeling or what the circumstances are that you were in that uh, just to see if there's a pattern there because it could be 
that could help make sense of things. I believe they had said that um, they had gone to Ireland for this intense retreat when it had first happened, I believe. Let me double check. But typically for something like that, I would say that's a really good sign that it's probably connected to um, enlightenment and helping your body kind of fully surrender to the shifts that your body is trying to, uh, you know, uh, bring about. Yeah, because then it's probably, it could be that there's some sort of similar energy now where your body's like, okay, let's step into this, you know, but there's that fear. So it's like, okay, I got you. Let me physically help your body calm down. This is a really hard topic to talk about because there are so many ways, so many ways ETs can mess with us and the reasons behind it can be so different. Um, But I think the most important thing to keep in mind that for some reason, ETs always create some sort of anxious response, even if they're the most wonderful beings in the world. Do not listen to your anxiety. Do not. ETs feel very foreign, so it can feel very uncomfortable in the body. That does not mean they're bad and they're going to harm you. Now, sometimes there are weird ETs that can feel very violating and it can be a very traumatic experience. You have free will, so you are always in control. What I would say is if you find yourself in a situation where you are having some sort of weird markings on your body or just memory gaps or whatever it is, I would state aloud, you know, only beings of light and love or only beings for my highest good are allowed in my space and are allowed to work with me or allowed in any proximity of my energy. Everything else is banned and must leave immediately. Repeat that multiple times. If you... If the way they're interacting with you makes you very uncomfortable or is a bit more like it feels very violating, say so. Say whatever. It's all energy is all about intention and they will hear you. You have free will so you make the rules. If just state aloud like whoever mm, interacted with me, don't do XYZ again. Don't make me feel like I just woke up groggy. Don't have me have uh, like lost time don't even just don't take my body or do something to my body while I'm sleeping let me get to know you first and then we can go there you know um, but you have to state it multiple times if there is no change in behavior it's probably a heavier ET that is um, really trying to push the free will so you almost have to like what has worked with me is I, and this is a little bit intense, but with ET, sometimes you do have to be intense to make it, get the, get the message across. If you say, like, don't do this, but there's a part of you that's like, oh, but what if they do? You know, then it's like, okay, it's unless they are very respectful of people, they're just going to be like, you're giving me mis- mixed signals, so I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. You have to be very firm and really feel it with all your soul. And for me personally, sometimes that requires me to go into like a rage or angry state. If I am angry, every piece of my body is online and I am demanding with every little sprinkle of my soul what I'm saying. So sometimes if you have to just hype yourself up to be like, stop doing this, you know, like really just be aggressive and like feel it in your body. Do whatever you have to do, um, and that should stop it. 
if it is more of an intense thing that is really affecting you, always reach out to somebody, reach out to me, a spiritual advisor. There are, or I think there are people that even specialize specifically in ET hypnosis and stuff, but that's usually if you want to recall stuff. But you can also go to, um, like me, a medium that specializes in ET stuff can also do that for you. But if you need support, don't be afraid to get support, especially with ET stuff. It can be it's very it can be a lot like it can really screw with you so don't be afraid to get support don't be afraid of looking crazy I have seen it all I have heard it all like there are some crazy shit that goes on and I'm not even kidding so don't even worry about it if you tell yourself story to somebody that deals with ET stuff I guarantee you they've heard something a million times crazier get support you need if you feel safe and comfortable and things don't feel very aggressive treat them like you would a guide you know have a conversation with them perhaps automatic write with them first putting yourself in a bubble calling your guides in and then calling in the specific being um it you basically just talk to them as you would with any other energy being it's just the only tricky thing is when they start um like poking and prodding at us that it can be a lot but like I said as long as you set your limits or set set your boundaries rather if you really set them strong they cannot cross them it's now the ball is now in your court you're in the driver's seat and you are leading the exchange so once you're ready to perhaps go to that you can sometimes if it really is is in your best interest to have some sort of body thing happening, for example, if you're really ill and there's something that they like are really helping you with, or if you've been impregnated by an ET and they like need to care for the little baby in your stomach or something, sometimes your guides will just be like, hey, we really need to do this. Technically, you still have a say and can stop the contract, but things can get a little bit um, tricky. But typically, if it's something like that, you will be aware that, I mean, not always, but most of the time, you're a little bit more aware that there is some sort of exchange going on. Let's see. So all in all, don't be scared of ETs. You are always in control. And honestly, I feel like working with ETs, because they're so, they can be so strong They are one of the ones that have given me the most confidence in free will and in my, in my, during my development and my ability to really like set the boundaries because I would immediately see the results of that. I would say, um, like if I let one in and then it started getting weird and I shut the wall out, you know, I pushed them out, then they wouldn't come in. It just, it, I could feel it more. They were easier to, Um, exchange with. I know that ETs can scare some people. So if you are scared of them, you don't necessarily need to do anything. But if you are seeing signs of them, I would just, you know, kind of set the game plan or set the boundaries out, go into your space and just be like, hey, please don't do this. Guides, please be in control. If there is something that I really have to go through, then I give you permission to do that. But please ensure you know, it's like I'm being supported or it's easier for me or whatever. Again, if it's a, it's, if it's an ET that is of light, typically they won't do anything to try to scare you or hurt you. They will really try to make it as comfortable as they can. They may just be working with you. And typically if they are working with you as a guide, they know you very well. They know what you don't like. They know what you like. They know what works best for you. 
So how they work with you will kind of be more in harmony with that. For example, with this message I got, they are not too stoked about there being ETs in their space, you know? But the energy of it doesn't feel bad. And I had sent a message back confirming that it actually felt really good. So even though ET connection or, you know, uh, physical working with them in such a manner may not be the most desired thing, they're specifically going about it in a way that is very gentle to kind of leave a mark to be like, hey, just so you know, I was here. So if you felt weird at night, like I'm here, if you feel funky, it's just because there's something working on you. You know, it's very respectful, just kind of leaving a little kiss <laughs> on the arm just to say I was there. Um, and their energy feels very light and very good. And it's because it is, you know, and you can trust that. Again, you want to trust your intuition. Intuition is not anxiety. Anxiety is fear and it is wrong. Again, with ETs, it can be tricky because they will naturally create a very strong, like, physical reaction, but that does not mean they're bad and that does not mean they're meant to, har meant to harm you. Um, I'm not sure what else to discuss. I think I've pretty much, I've talked about many things, uh, but I think the biggest takeaway is if there's an energy in your home, talk to it. If you talk to it and are not scared of it, you will always be in control. Get to know it as you would a guide. Use your guides. Your guides are there to protect you and keep you safe. So give them permission to remove any energy that is not in your best interest. Cleanse your space. Make sure that you are feeling good and approaching everything with love and everything around you will reflect that back to you. Your environment is a reflection of you. So as long as you feel good, your environment will feel good. Be gentle with yourself. If there are signs that ETs have worked with you, you may feel a bit groggy and a little bit off in the morning. That's perfectly normal. It's like going in for surgery. You know, if you just had surgery, obviously you're going to be very gentle with yourself. You aren't going to rush things. You're just going to be more in tune, you know? Same kind of thing. If you wake up and it feels like something may have happened, don't worry about it. Just be very gentle. Do what you need to do for yourself. If it is too uncomfortable and just not working out, have a conversation with them. Again, you just have to state it out loud. You can even make it get a journal or something devoted specifically to connecting to them and write out whatever you need to in the notebook. Intention is everything. That's all that matters there. If you need support, always reach out to somebody, um, especially, yeah, especially with the stuff. It can be very funky, but I, I promise you, you're not crazy. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's all I've got to say about that. I really love working with ETs is a very interesting thing. It's very definitely happening a lot more. It's nothing to be afraid of. I understand that it can be scary just because it's the unknown and they can be very intense. But again, everything happens for a reason and you may know this being or this collective and have known them for millennia. You know what I'm saying? And they're just close friends of yours that are coming to help you in this next chapter. So don't be afraid. You are supported. Reach out if you need anything. Send me love, my friends. Thanks for listening. I'll see you soon. Thank you so 
much for listening to Diary of a Psychic Medium with me, Amber Amrine. To learn more about me, my work, and such, you can visit channelwithamber.com or follow me on Instagram at channelwithamber. A special thank you to Unicorn Heads for my theme song, A Mystical Experience. See you next time.